This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of Press One for Nick. Your host, Nick Limsdahl, is the Director of Contact Center Solutions at VDS. Through conversations with customer service and customer experience leaders, Nick and his guests exchange insightful stories, best practices, and invaluable lessons they have learned along the way. Welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. My name is Nick Limsdahl. My guest this week is Greg Uglioni. He's a CX influencer to follow, according to the UK CX Awards in 2022. He's a podcast host. With, with I recommend you take a listen for the CX Goalkeeper. He's an author and much more. Greg, welcome to the Press One for Nick podcast. Thank you very much, Nick. It's really a great, great pleasure, a big achievement for me to have the opportunity to discuss with you and to share what I learned with, with your audience. I hope that they and you will appreciate this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. So the first question I ask every single guest, which you know already, is what's one thing people might not know about you, Greg? Thank you, Nick. And this is uh, the question I always get and I uh, never explain publicly. CX goalkeeper, I was a real goalkeeper. I was playing in the junior club and uh, I was let's say, successful, but not so successful. And therefore, I said, okay, now it's time to think about my future. And then my mother told me, you need to go for studies. And therefore, uh, soccer or football for our European friends is still my passion, but I'm not playing anymore because I'm also a bit too old now. <laughs> I think there's there comes a time in every single uh, person who has played sports, that that breaking point of, you know, I could go to that next level or I could stick in this a little bit longer, but does it make sense financially? Does it make sense for my health or or uh, the long term? So uh, we tend to gravitate towards other passions, which is obviously CX for both of us. And uh, it's it's always good to to align and wear the one hat that you're wearing right now with both football or soccer and customer experience. So uh, well done. Maybe uh, for before we get started, what's the tell tell my listeners a little bit about your podcast? Thank you very much. Um, the CX Goalkeeper I started roughly two years ago, and it was really a great experience throughout this journey. For me, it was really a journey starting creating uh, creating a podcast, having the first guest, and then starting getting of also positive feedback from from the audience. And I started publishing every week consistently since two years, one fresh new episode about customer experience in the different fields, in the different competencies that we know about customer experience. And now, let's say, I, I allow myself to say, we are growing together as podcaster. We have also exchanges. We are exchanging also some strategies that are working better, some strategies that are not really working. And it's growing. It's all about customer experience transformation and leadership. And I am super happy to share the discussion that I have with other people because we all together, we learn together and we grow all together. And I think in customer experience, we still have a lot to do in Europe and in the USA. Yeah, the the beauty of the industry is it's never finished. There's always going to be a better strategy or a better process or the expectations are going to get more and more uh, demanding. So <clears throat> tell me about this, this um, there's this something going on. I don't know if there's a soccer 
soccer tournament. Uh, I'm not really familiar, maybe fill in my audience of what's going on with, with soccer today and, and what tournament's going on. Uh, not sure when you're going to publish that now. Uh, today, it's uh, we are still in the middle of the uh, World Cup, uh, soccer World Cup in Qatar. They are playing. And I think it's important for us to take out the the things that are good, good for us, that move our emotions. Seeing a complete nation uh, being super happy for their team, for what the team is achieving, is what I'm trying to take out. Not what it's bad that we need to discuss about what happened in Qatar. It's not good how they created the stadium, how many people uh, lost their lives, how many families are unhappy. This is things that are important and we need to discuss that, to understand that. And this is something that we cannot accept. This is quite clear that it's something that we are not accepting. But in this case, and also with you, I would like to discuss about more the more important, the, the important part about fans, about soccer, what's going on, and that soccer is really creating also positive emotions for in entire countries. Yeah, and and I agree with everything that you just said. You know, for somebody who is has the passion prior to to soccer, and now has the passion for customer experience, customer service. What's from your perspective? What's the link between those two? I have two examples that I often share. The first one in in soccer, um, the customer are the fans, and let's quickly think about the fans. Fans are emotionally involved. They buy merchandise. They, even if they are older, they continue buying merchandise and they are spreading, spreading positive word of mouth, even after a negative situation. Let's think about in business. You had a service disruption, but you find ways to tell to the, to the others that this company, in this case, this team is still good. Oh, the referee was not good. The other team played not good or something like that. Let's think about few businesses that we know that have real fans. And what I would like is that much more companies get fans as customer, the good fan, the positive fans, because I think this is really great. Acquiring new customer, keeping new customer, and keeping them emotionally engaged. I think this is extremely important. This is one part. And if you allow me, the second part for the more skeptical people that are saying, yeah, but soccer, it's, mm, it's sport, it's not. This is really also in the experience business. Uh, I had the opportunity to discuss that also with, with Joe Pine and for him and also then for me, it's clear that that sports, soccer, it's experience business. Um, let's think from a financial point of view. And in um, Joe Pine is sharing this idea of the money value of time. It means if you go to a soccer game, you pay roughly $90, $100 for 90 minutes. Game, seeing 11 men playing against other 11 men. It means we are, we are paying roughly $1, $1.20 to, to, to be part of this game. If we compare that to other experienced businesses like theater, or cinema, or escape rooms, there we are moving ourselves about the money value of time of 10, 15, 20 cents for each minute. And in this case, it's much more. And I think this is clearly the explanation of this uh, incredible graph of uh, Joe Pine, the progression of the economic value. 
uh, soccer is offering experiences and therefore they are also earning quite a lot of money about around that yeah good point i think uh you're you're right now doing the uh showing the value of other cx people in the space and specifically around the books and one of the people that you mentioned was john de julius uh he actually if you go look at his uh he just had a newsletter come out and he spent time uh with the people um of qatar to to deliver on the experience and to differentiate on the experience and uh so you might want to go and take a peek at that because i think it it pertains to the to the fans experience as well you know it's always interesting not only are fans communicating during the game or prior to the game oh who's going to be in the match uh who's injured who's not injured uh what's what's the competition look like against this other team what did they have what's their strategy and how do they approach it and then they're going and talking about it after the game and continuing that conversation when it comes to consumers just in general and in, in uh, corporate, uh, the the consumers of any product or service, if they continue to talk about you, you and your organization in in the right way at your at their dinner table, uh, that's exactly what we want because then that word of mouth is going to continue to to go and and they're going to refer business or introduce you to other people. So I, I like that I like that parallel. You know, outside of what I just mentioned, what is the role? additional role of the fans i think fans are really extremely important they are part of the game uh, we face that and we, we i read a lot also about this topic during COVID, fans were not allowed to be there <laughs> to be in the stadium this big theater where the the games was going on and the, for the players were extremely difficult to get motivated to mm. to really give the best from of them in order to achieve in our language language the successful customer outcome in order to to win the match because if you don't have the customer with you that you can interact with them getting feedback from them direct unfiltered uh, feedback i think yeah. this is something extremely important and if you want we can elaborate a bit on on, on feedback yeah so when it comes to feedback um, I've seen that there's even apps out there that you can get feedback in real time from the fans, either before the game of the experience of that journey, uh, maybe during the game, which I probably wouldn't recommend of, hey, how how is the experience so far? What would you like? What would you like to improve? Or maybe even a pulse survey towards the end. Um, have you seen that be effective um, across the, the football space um, to create that better experience or to get the feedback back from the fans? Uh, I, yes, indeed. I think because fans are giving feedback and it's not about blaming people or not, but you th think about if you are playing and you are in this big stadium, 80, 90,000 people that are screaming around, yes, go, let's do that. Go on the right, go on the left or something like that on the, or on the other side, boo, boo, boo. This is the feedback that in this case, employees or the teammates, the players on the field get directly. And then if they are not giving 100%, but only 90, and they get the negative feedback, they say, oh, I need to give, I need to get them. Or sometimes it's really small piece missing. And often we are saying that 
the fans are the 12th player on the pitch, the one additional that really motivate and bring um, bring the, the team forward. And there are um, statistics quite clear that if uh, a team is playing at home, the probability that they will win the game is bigger because they have more fans on their side that they motivate themselves. And therefore, fans play really an, an extremely important role. Let's think about business. A business without uh, fans, without customer, there is no reason to exist. If a soccer team do- uh, doesn't have fans, there is no reason to exist. Yeah, well, I, I like the home field advantage. There's definitely a lot to be said about that. If if for some reason in in uh, in the States, it's uh, college football right now, there'll be foot- football playoffs here at the end of end of December, I think the the thirty first is is the the final four of football. But if if for some reason that they would play at their home field, let's say Georgia or Ohio State would play at their home field, they would have a home field advantage to that to that experience, and there'd be a lot of the other side that would be complaining about it. So uh, I truly believe in that home field advantage in that that twelfth uh, player on the pitch or or even in hockey, there's um, the Columbus Blue Jackets have something called the fifth line. So there's four lines in hockey, but they call about the, the fifth line, which is the fans that are in the in the arena. You know, bringing it back all the way to customer service. You know what what can those what can that industry what can the customer service teams lead uh, or learn from the soccer teams? Uh- if you allow me, because perhaps not everybody is so passionate as I am about soccer. And therefore, let's go back to a business issue. And mm-hmm. then I try to explain what um, we can learn from soccer and apply in um, in business. Uh, the business issues that often a lot of companies or a lot of customers are facing is the following. If I contact uh, a company through the phone, I get a, a specific service because it's the contact center answering this uh, this this phone. If I contact the company uh, through social media, I write them. Then it's not the contact center answering that, but sometimes or often it's the marketing department. And the marketing department answer to my inquiry perhaps exactly the same that I would have asked via phone in an other way because marketing department has an order as other targets and. If I write a letter, then it's the back office. Are other people that have other targets and they are responding in a different way. And that's not possible because as a customer, I am contacting one company and I expect the same experience, the same results. And this is not working. Now, translating that into soccer, let's think about the three departments that I mentioned, uh, customer service, marketing, and uh, back office, we can use also another department. It's 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 only for example purpose. And we say um, the the marketing department department are the defender, and they get a specific target. They need to do the ma- maximum possible number of tackles. The the contact center are the midfield player, and they get the the target of running the maximum number of kilometers or miles. And then the next team, the, the back office, get another target. Everybody is trying to achieve their targets. It means the contact centers to achieve their targets, the best way is to run the 90 minutes around in a circle and they would achieve their target. 
But this is not the target that the team has, that the company has to achieve this successful customer outcome. And therefore, it's extremely important. What we can learn from soccer is we need to, to give to the teams, plural, not only one, but to all the, the teams, the same target, at least the same final target. And the same final target, it's achieving uh, this successful customer outcome that our customers are happy, are coming back, are referring us, are buying more from us. This is what we want. And therefore, it's extremely important to give them one common target to all the different departments. And if you will let me elaborate a bit on that, we have this team now on, on the pitch playing. And let's stay with the contact center because you mentioned contact center and I think this is also your playing field. Um, let's make the difference. In a contact center, often contact center representative have a script and they need to follow a script. Let's think about the same person on the, on the field. If they get the ball and now they need to react to do something. There are two options. They take out the script from the pocket, read from the script what needs to be done, and the ball is not there anymore because <laughs> the other team already took the ball and score and score one other goal. Or they can use improvisation and start playing within the rules that are defined by the referees, within the rules that are defined by the coach, that, that are about the tactics that the, the team wants to use. But this person is empowered to do the best when they get the ball, is not uh, he don't need he doesn't need to go to the coach and ask for approval. May I um, give the ball to the left or to the right? Because you told me to do that, but it's not possible because the other team, the competitors, are extremely strong on the left side. I would like to go to on the on the right side because there you will never score a goal. And therefore, empowering the teams because you have the best people on the field. You choose them. <laughs> you have the best people on the field then they, you need to empower them and they will score quite a lot of goals. Yeah, I enjoy that too, because with analogies around football and customer service, uh, you know, maybe at your level, uh, there was a little bit more room to play the ball before somebody came up and, and approached you so that you had to do something with it. Go left, go right, go around them, go through them. Um, uh, when it comes to uh, the professional, the elite, elite, the World Cup, it's the game of inches. And the same is true in football and hockey. You can score a touchdown, you can score a goal uh, based off of, or you can be offsides based off of that, the inch that you're making. And I think the same is true inside customer service with the contact center where um, every moment matters. And if, if you're not actually focusing on the end result and you're focusing on hitting your specific individual metric, uh, you might not satisfy that customer's experience uh, to get them to return back to where they were. And so if somebody has one bad experience with you or the organization because somebody had a bad day or somebody um, said, oh, you know, that's not that's not company policy. Uh, that is, it's the moments that matter and it's the inches that matter. And I, I like that analogy. What What are your thoughts to that? I think what you're saying, it's, it's make totally sense. And to elaborate on on, on, on this topic, uh, the, the question that we can ask ourselves, the best goals are scored based on a script or are scored off script because one player was creative and was thinking, oh, let's do this and let's, let's do that. And perhaps two players playing together and understanding each other quickly and well. These are the best goals. 
These yeah. are the memories that we can create, that businesses can create if we empower our employees to score the best possible goals. All these stories that uh, uh, goes uh, that comes in the social media, oh, I had a great experience with this company. I had an outstanding experience with that company. It was one person or two person or a small team being extremely creative and creating this experience specific for that case to create memories for, for, for the end customer. And therefore, it's it's extremely important. They, they The contact center representatives are our players. We selected them. We need to empower them because if we allow them to be creative, to always within the rules, because in soccer, there are clear rules. So you cannot play with hands and all this stuff. And then the best goals are off script. In a competitive market, does your customer service stand out from the crowd? One way to offer a better experience is by moving your contact center to the cloud. But with so many options to choose from, how do you know which solution is the best for both your business and your customers? That's where VDS comes in and guides you to the best solution. They understand your client's pain points, business outcomes, and goals. Then VDS designs, implements, supports, and provides 24-7 managed services. From start to finish, VDS is committed to finding the best solutions for your clients' needs. To learn more, go to www.govds.com or find a link in the show notes. Yeah, he, he, I had the opportunity to interview uh, Horst Schulz, and uh, he implemented that every single employee has the opportunity uh, to go off script every single day and spend up to $2,000 per per customer and or per day and they, you know there was some amazing stories that ended up happening because of it because they had that that ability either or they were empowered to make that decision one one couple lost their wedding ring at their during their their honeymoon and two or three people ended up getting metal detectors who were employees and going throughout the beach over the night with headlamps finding the ring and placing it on the table at breakfast and not only did it did they find it and they saved saved uh saved the weekend or saved the week that they were there but they created lifelong lifelong uh uh you know customers because of it and it was it's amazing that the same is true with with fans like you you could have one bad experience and if they went above and beyond or they just met expectations uh you can have a fan for life or maybe the maybe the um the uh, the athlete came up and signed autographs and stayed just a little bit longer because somebody traveled across the world to to see the the match or to see the the game in real life. So it's all it's all depending on the moments that matter. Um, you know, when it comes to this World Cup, eventually there's going to be a winner. Eventually, somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to win, and somebody's going to get the MVP of of the World Cup. Uh, how do you align that with customer service? Because there's not really an end to the game, but is there a way to align? Is it possible to win that championship of customer service? 
Uh, yes, I think it is possible. I don't have the the, the 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 all the ingredients, but again, I am. I would like to link that with a business issue that we are often facing. Uh, let's make one example or two example in the business context, and then we try to learn from from soccer uh, what we could apply in in business. Um, the, the the example that I often hear from friends, colleagues working in other companies, oh. Um, we had a product launch and our marketing department forgot to inform our contact center. The knowledge management was not updated. The customer called, uh, called us and our contact center employees were not able to explain what, what's the new product, what are the features and how it's really working. Or for example, let's make the example, um, the IT department sending out an email, we will over lunch quickly update the CRM because we forgot that to do that during the weekend. And, and then, then think about these poor employees, <laughs> these contact center employees having five, six, seven screens open. And exactly the most important that you need uh, doesn't work because IT is updating that. And yeah. I think this is really linked with not having a proper strategy. In customer experience, Often, a lot of CX professionals speaks about customer experience strategy. The strategy is the to-be experience that you want to deliver to your employees. This is the summary of something extremely important. But on this topic, there are a lot of information that you can find. I know that you had also great guests speaking about customer experience strategies. What I would like to bring today is some, it's something more important and more tangible that helps really winning the, the, the championship, really achieving this great result. I named that um, customer service architecture. Others named that blueprint. It's important to have a complete overview of the system, of the business capabilities that you have in place. Instead of having the CIO coming to you and say, oh, we want to implement the new knowledge management, let's do that. No, you have. if you have this overview, you know exactly the flows of your information, of your customer, of your employees. You understand the weaknesses that you have in your contact center, then you can find ways to solve it. You can find the strengths that where you need to double down compared to your uh, competitors and you have this overview and you don't forget to update uh, a system because it's there, you know, we need to do that. It's quarterly, it's every six months. And this is this will help customer service to win. Let's go, let's go back to, to soccer and use that. A team is normally in a normal champions league is training the whole week to play the match at, uh, at the weekend. One match, they prepare for one week or longer. They, uh, they they discuss about tactics. They prepare themselves mentally. They prepare, they watch videos of, of the competitors. They really do their job perfectly to be best prepared when they are in the game, when they need to play the game to win. And this is what I would like. I would like to see in future customer service department ready to win the game and not always only needing to defend because they started the game only with seven players instead of having 11 players or defending and losing because the competitors came with something new and they don't understand why or because they, the coach was not able to explain it. This is extremely important. And sorry to giving you a long answer, but I think this is really key. We need to see this customer service 
departments win because these are the last department that have direct contact with the customer. They have a big, big opportunity to win and we need to make them possible. We need to empower them as a company to win. Yeah, it, it, it's empowering them and it's giving them the right tools and the right process and then allowing them to communicate effectively with that with that customer. And there's so much data inside the contact center that can get pushed into the rest of the organization. And it's just um, educating everybody else on what's possible so that you are aligning with the business objectives and the ultimate goals for that, for that end user. So uh, appreciate that, Greg. It's always, it was a pleasure to learn more about uh, the analogy of customer service and, and soccer or football for the European friends. Uh, what is the best way for my listeners to to find you or get a hold of you or uh, look at watch your podcast? Thank you very much, Nick, for Nick for asking this question. Um, LinkedIn is the best way. I think you are going to share in, in the show notes uh, my my contact details. And uh, if somebody is interested, cxgoalkeeper.com slash podcast. There you will find my podcast. I am on all platforms. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah, you bet. And the last two questions that I ask every single guest is, um, what's a note that you would leave to every single customer service rep? It's going to hit everybody's desk Monday at 8 a.m. What would it say? Oh, this is a great question. Um, B2B or B2C, no, we are in a human-to-human environment. Never forget that you as an employee, your customer, you are human beings. Therefore, Try to solve the customer issue, but be empathetic with them. I like it. And then if you could leave in, uh, if, uh, what book or person has influenced you the most here in the last year uh, in, in specifically customer service or customer experience? Uh, this is extremely difficult to mention one book. And I was really struggling to decide. And uh, But I want to say the first book that I read that was about relationship management. It was not about customer experience. I will mention also this book, but this was How to Win Friends and Influence People. I think yeah. you know the book, Dale Carnegie. This is an outstanding book. And this was the first time that I was really understanding that relationship matters. It is a it is a great book, and uh, he is uh, a guy to to lit to watch or to listen to on on um, online and to to pay attention to. He's got a lot of really good books. So um, appreciate your time, Greg, and and best of luck to you. Thank you very much. It was an outstanding pleasure. Thank you very much, and I hope that your audience enjoyed this discussion. Hey, listeners, can you think of one person who would benefit from the information you learned today? If so, please consider sharing this episode with them. And last, if you would like to receive all the quotes and book recommendations from all my guests, you can go to pressonefornick.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Press One for Nick. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share. Until next time, focus on your customers. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.